Hello, Matt. Hi. How's it going? It's been a little while, hasn't it? Yes, it has. How are things in Australia? Uh, All all good. All, uh, I guess, things move. Nothing out of the ordinary, I think, on Australian terms, (laughs) compared to, I think, you guys. Oh, what's going on over here? End of the world? (laughs) Oh, well, it's always um, uh, entertaining uh, things happening week in, week out, I think. Put it that way. <laughs> it's kind of a nightmare right now. <laughs> I will mm, tell you that. Uh, yeah, I think living in amongst it would be very different uh, when you've got... I really went onto the internet to find out where my nearest fallout shelter was. Uh, there, We don't have one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, it's been nice knowing you, Matt, because you know the West Coast <laughs> is going first. You're you're uh, coming yeah. with me, buddy. You're pretty close to the coast. <laughs> I know. We're going first. We're closer. Are we closer to Korea than California? I don't know. I doubt it. No. Doubt it. I don't know my geography. Well, that's uh, that's too bad. All right, so we'll just uh, <laughs> we'll get started here. This is Hooplecast. I'm your host, Matt. I've got two guests with me on this little bonus episode. <laughs> Wow, what was that? <laughs> uh, my background noise, hold on. It will be going soon. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not editing any of this. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Um, <laughs> why don't you introduce yourself, Will? I'm Will. <laughs> you've heard me on this show if you've been listening before, I think. Or in, <laughs> Or another podcast such as... Oh, yes. Um, I do other podcasts. I do Spartacast with Matt here. That's me. Uh, yes. And I also do the Sensate podcast, which will be returning in about three weeks, I believe. Very exciting. Yeah. Good. Great, great show. So I think our other guest is tending to some uh, family matters. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just briefly uh, say what we're doing here. Uh, a little bonus episode to talk about the season three premiere of The Leftovers, which is the final season of the show, which I'm very sad about. I had this idea that we should check in on currently running HBO programs as part of the podcast, just do like the premieres and finales of the major HBO heavy hitters. I should have done this for Westworld, but didn't really have the idea until like a week after the finale, the the first season finale of Westworld, when people were recording little podcast episodes about their thoughts on the series as a whole, the first season as a whole, and it's like, oh, could should have done that. That would have been a good little thing to do. Oh, yeah. I should do that for all the Netflix shows since, never mind. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Well, I'm not hey, putting... Kimmy, I'm not... Kimmy Smith's coming back. Kimmy Schmidt, is that coming back soon? In May, I think. Wow. Yeah, I'm not going to put too much effort into this. I, I started going down a hole of like trivia and background stuff. I'm like, nope, stop. This is just going to be a really brief discussion. So while we wait for our other guest, who is halfway across the world in Sydney, Australia, back. and I think it's about noon where he lives. Hi, Matt. I'm back. Yeah, all and, right. Uh, things should hopefully be a, a little bit quieter um, at this end. Okay. Why don't you just say your name, where, where are you from? And uh, My name's Hasso. I'm from Sydney, Australia, and um, it's been a little while since I've um, uh, been on the show. I think it was about a year ago. 
Um, and just yeah, kind of caught up via the um, Hooplecast um, Deadwood podcast, which was fun. And yeah, that's how that's what caught me onto you guys. So when, you, to, when did you start uh, sending in feedback? Season two, season three? I can't recall. Um, I think it was season two. It would have been season two or even late season one. All right, so leftovers season three premiere. Um, who wants to start? If you want to just, I don't know, talk about your favorite like moment or overall impressions, start anywhere you like. Hasso, go, you go first. Oh, um, yeah, look, I, I enjoyed it. I thought, um, I think it was a really good idea, and I think the way they started with the focus on Kevin, he's he's the man, I guess, and um, having that Kevin centric way to kick off season three was uh, really fun, and um, the I think that passage of time again. Um, I think that helped with the way the story progressed to kind of get over the, the end of uh, the last season and uh, seeing how they've um, progressed in, in the meantime. And I think just generally just you get that feeling of um, unease and uncertainty, that undercurrent, while especially in that first half of the, the, um, the show where everything seems happy, um, they're all going well, smiles and everything, but you can just tell under the surface, there's a lot of shit that they are trying to keep together. It's unusual to see the characters so happy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> season season one had a reputation of being very depressing and very tough to watch. It was. But it did end in a really good place at the end of the second season. And a lot of people thought that it could end right there, but I didn't want it to. I wanted more. I will say that the beginning of this episode was very depressing, seeing poor Evie taken out unceremoniously by a drone, someone said. I couldn't tell the difference between a drone and a jet. I wasn't looking yeah, that closely. Predator, wasn't it? I don't know what it was, but it wiped out Evie and Meg and I guess all of the, um, what are they called? The Guilty Remnant. The Guilty Remnant, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was. there was some um, debate in a, um, a podcast I was listening to about whether this would have like a final season feel where they would um, start just killing off everyone. But so far, it looks like they are. <laughs> just uh-huh. whether they would bring back people from season one or the tie up loose ends. And yeah, they brought back uh, what's his name. But even before that scene, we got the flashback to to win. I was wondering if they would start off with something like that this season. You t- Do you remember? Sir, go ahead. The scene with the lady... Um, the lady in the ladder? Yeah, I kind of oh, yeah. wish I had yeah. a chance to watch the episode again, because I think the first time I wasn't really focused on the show yet during that scene, so mm. I didn't know what was happening. I was wondering well, if this was a um, a modern, you know, like M. Night Shell, Shell I can't say his name, The Village, <laughs> you know, like we were going to find out that this was present day, but people were just wearing like Quaker clothes or whatever they were wearing. Uh, it was very similar, wasn't it? To um, was it the start of season two where yes. they oh, where they cut back to the caveman, yeah, you know, era, um, and so they've done something similar, and and they really focus on that repetition, don't they? About um, the whole she's climbing up onto the roof, waiting to be taken away, or something along those lines, and it's just that they're happy to do it over and over again to get that real sense of repetition, and that that threw my mind back to uh, when Matt was, you know, the montage with Matt looking after his disabled wife in, I forget which episode it was, but, and they had, I forget the song as well. It just kept on going over and over doing the same thing, waking up and making breakfast and, and so on. So it really added to the effect. I thought. That's a very lost 
kind of uh, thing too. Remember when uh, the beginning of season two, I think, when Desmond's in the hatch with yeah. Will, and they were playing make your own kind of music on a loop. Yeah, and then they, yeah, then you find out that yeah, he's yeah the one that's in the hatch. Yeah. So I did do a little bit of reading about this episode. I found a review, and they. I did not know this, but this is the Millerite movement, which was a religious movement that spun off into the Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah, so there's some kind of precursor mm. to the Guilty Remnant, or I don't know. I mean, they, this guy, um, William Miller, thought that the world was going to end, and there was something called the Great Disappointment. But I was trying, <laughs> I was trying, to, trying to find... Oh, oh, that was when Jesus was going to return to the earth in 1844. And when that did not happen, it became the great disappointment. And then they left the movement. And those that remained were ridiculed and became objects of scorn. That's what it says in this article. Mm, Well, The great disappointment sounds like my date the other night. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But um, bump. What amused me is that she has to go on the roof. You would think that if God was going to snatch him up, that God could go another, like, 20 feet to the ground and pick him up there. Yep. Mm-hmm. But nope, got to be outside, got to be on the roof where he could see you. Otherwise, he's just not going to bother. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's always that trouble with cults, too, that, I mean, I mean, committing to a definite date that's within your lifetime is probably a little bit risky. And if you're going to make it, oh, it's just a few weeks away, then there's a bit of a potential risk to reputation that it doesn't work. Um probably a good idea to either not predict the date or just be a bit wishy-washy with it and just say it's sometime in the future and we need to prepare so i'm sure some cults have evolved over that you know those mistakes i've gotten time. i've gotten smarter that's right i don't know i love a good cult mm. i don't know if they've said this before but they, it was what's it called the bureau of alcohol tobacco firearms and cults or something like that i don't know if we've heard uh, that full name before oh yeah but they're the ones who nuked yep the guilty remnant, yeah. Well done for taking note because I heard that and I couldn't remember it straight away. There's just too many. What's the acronym for that? I wonder. ATFC. <laughs> well, I think now it's the ATFE, right? And explosives? Didn't they add oh, that? I thought it was just ATF. I guess they added the E. Yeah, I don't know. So it might be ATFEC. Yeah. <laughs> um, you happy to? See, well, I don't know how you feel about um, EB and what's her name. I don't know, I kind of wouldn't have mind seeing uh, Liv Tyler more this season. She, f- It feels like she's at the end of her story, and she know that she knew that too. She's got that kind of feeling. But uh, it's just, she's just a real tragic character, because you would think if, if this did not happen, she would have just lived her life, and maybe she would have been you know a little sad sometimes or unfulfilled. But this, this was really just tragic for her. And Evie, who is just a young girl and was, was brainwashed. So I guess everybody after the departure felt unmoored by the events and were behaving in uncharacteristic ways. Kind of gives you the sense of what is what is the point when you could be gone the next day or your family member could be gone. The- yeah, I really like the way that the show depicts multiple interpretations of the event that, you know, it's very human in that way. You know, humans will interpret it in so many different ways and, and deal with it in so many different ways. And I think they do a pretty good job of um, getting that across. Yeah. Um, I, one thing I noticed was when the, um, I guess it's the theme or the, the piano, I don't know how to start to play. I just remember how emotional the music can get on this show. I, I was hoping for where is my mind, but I don't think they played that this episode. 
I could not wait to find out if they'd keep the main title sequence from last season because I loved it. Yeah. But I also didn't want it to come back. I was hoping that they would do something else so that every season, each season would have a different title sequence. Yeah, I think they'll do something different this season, but I don't know. I don't for know. Sure. Um, reading Matt Zollersites' review, he said that he had access to a couple episodes from this season and that people have been asking him like all week, this is before he wrote the review, uh, have they changed the titles? And he said that he wasn't going to spoil it and you would just have to let the mystery be until next week. <laughs> Which Funny. seems like that could be a hint that they're going to keep it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I like a good main title sequence and I really like that song. It's very catchy. But again, I wanted them to, to mix it up. Maybe they'll do like the wire and just have the same lyrics but different style. That could be. Hmm. Spoiler for the wire. So some interesting pairings uh, with relationships. Um, Erica's missing. It could be because Regina King is on other sh- projects at the time. But I, I love Regina King. I was I was disappointed not to see her on here. Maybe she'll show up at some point. I think she will because I believe there was a trailer of her and Nora jumping on a trampoline. Oh, <laughs> that could have been a flash. That could be a flashback, but mm-hmm. I'd like to. I would definitely like to see her come back. But it looks like John is with uh, the wife, Amy Brenneman. What's her character's name? I can't even remember uh, right now. Lori. Lori. Yeah, Lori. Lori yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting pairing. I don't know why. <laughs> Did they have any scenes <laughs> together in the previous season? I don't remember. They're having a lot of fun taking advantage of people. Looks like they've. Their soulmates found each other. Are they taking advantage or are they providing therapy? Slash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did shred the money. Mm. And he was, remember, he um, was the guy from Family Matters who was doing those uh, palm prints last season. And I don't remember what happened to him, but John was, that's his name, right? Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Sure, all right. Uh, John was uh, like part of that task force who went around beating people up who were who they thought were taking advantage of the residents, and now yeah. he's yeah. in that yeah. role. So that's he's a believer mm-hmm. now. He's a believer, yeah, yeah. Because the Jesus Kevin came back to life, mm-hmm. and it, yeah. yeah, and uh, Mary is awake. Donna, mm-hmm. Donna from the West Wing. <laughs> yeah. it, it makes complete sense that Matt would be writing a gospel about why yep. wouldn't why wouldn't you? I mean, this is the the departure was a significant event. Although it's it's so yeah. interesting how they think it's a Christian God event and not something else, something that might be scientific in nature, or could they could they have been abducted by aliens? Why do they just assume that it's the rapture? I think that's just a personal decision or something that you reconcile personally right so him as a preacher that's the only way he's going to view the world i guess it seems like it's the view of the show though because we don't really get a lot of other we don't get a lot of other interpretations and even the main titles of the first season was biblical Mm. that would really widen the scope i think wouldn't it if it was something else Mm. i don't know do you think we're gonna ever get an answer to that they imply that we're not going to no i don't think we will I'm I'm fine with that. I don't want to know. <laughs> so let the mystery be. Do you think that the people who disappeared will come back? What if they just all? What if that was the finale? They're, everyone's back. Gary now, Busey's there's back. Theories, <laughs> <laughs> there's some theories out there. The people that we see are actually the ones who have departed, not the people who are missing. But I don't know. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So at the end of the season, we find out we cut to real Earth. <laughs> yeah. 
And where's Kevin and, and Lori? The whole Garvey family just disappeared. <laughs> that, yeah. Wasn't the wife pregnant? So, yeah, her baby's the only one behind. Mm. How does that work? <laughs> uh, so, wait, the baby. No, the baby disappeared, right? Yeah, oh, right, yeah, right, right, right. So, you're saying, so you're saying that the baby was. Well, it would have died because it didn't have the. It was premature. Yeah, so, that's very sad. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's creepy. So Kevin is a fan of asphyxiation. Or what was he? Was he trying to kill himself? I think that's just part of his daily routine. Just get up, have breakfast, say bye to the wife, and uh, just go about the uh, attempted suicide, uh, fails, and just carry on. Yeah, it's going to work. (laughs) Yeah, that is curious. I don't think that he would want to leave Nora, so it doesn't seem like it's suicide, but I think he might be just trying to test how far he can go, and can he cross over again? Mm. But now, I like the refresher. What's that? I like the refresher, sorry, about, um, I think when he was confronting Matt, and they just went over the number of times he'd survived, because oh, I've, yeah. I've forgotten a few of them, and they just kind of did that recap. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was a, a nice little mm. exposition scene, and it didn't really mm. seem uh, out of place. Mm. Do we know that Tommy was adopted? Because if we did, I've forgotten it. Yes, but I don't. Okay. We never heard the story about uh, the car. Okay. Yeah, I remember going to see Tommy's father. I remember that. Or Tommy wanted to see his father. No. Who I think was Cyril Riley from Oz, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh. Oz the show, not the country. <laughs> so. Wonder what happened to Lily. Yeah, that is a mystery. Maybe, maybe um, Erica took her, <laughs> snatched her up. Like, did she, was she did she kidnap her or was she given to Erica? <sighs> I wonder how long it's been because it seems like Nora. I know it seems like Kevin and Nora would be maybe more upset if she had been kidnapped, but I guess it has been three years. I don't know. Hmm. There was another really small mystery of why Nora had the cast. Be that's yeah. She had a cast in her arm when she went to the police station, and it's like such a non thing. But they wouldn't do that to her if if they didn't have a reason for it. And they had three back scratching scenes or something that she couldn't get to. Right, you know, some itch that she shouldn't get to, and he, he, you know Kevin would help her out. So yeah, that was done a few times. And that's something that this show got really good about in this previous season was these just like little mysteries of, you know, why is Erica, you know, digging in the woods? Why, you know, why is this guy killing goats? Like they don't explain anything until that moment that they do. And it's like, oh, yeah, that makes, of course, that makes complete sense. But at the time, it's just like, huh, that's super weird. And I like that. I like that they fill in the blanks usually of these really tiny mysteries. Yeah. so watch for that episode where we find out where, how Nora got her cast. Maybe she was wrestling with the person who took Lily. Flashback episode. Though that would have happened a long time ago, I would think. She's, yeah. she's too well adjusted now to have fought someone, uh, taken her baby away. Yeah. Maybe the mother came back, whatever her name was. The girl from season one. Mm. Or maybe because... Maybe because Evie stayed with the Guilty Remnant, Erica was so upset that Nora was like, you know what, you can take this one. I don't really need her. You need her more than I do. Wasn't it in the finale, was that scene on the bridge where somebody took the baby 
the season two finale. Oh like, yeah, this isn't your kid? Yeah, but they didn't get her get her back. Yeah, they got her back, but oh, I don't know. and they gave her away again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, should we talk about the final scene? Yeah. The way they did it, I thought it was Kevin's father at first. Because <laughs> all you can see father, was the long yeah. hair. Yeah. yeah. Just walking through. That's what I assumed, too. I was like, oh, that's Kevin's father with long hair. And why are they making such a mystery of it? We know it's Kevin's father mm-hmm. in Australia. And after eventually, <laughs> I was like, okay, this must be something else. Since they're making such a big deal about it. So what is it? <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't expecting a flash forward. No. So I guess there's uh, this makes me think there's not gonna be a happy ending like I should like I should <laughs> expect a happy ending on this show, but something happens to separate Kevin and Nora. If that is Nora. I guess they could get back together. Yeah, my first thought was maybe it's somebody else, but okay, but I think it's Nora. They're calling her Sarah, mm-hmm. biblical name. Mm-hmm. You can see the opening as well for Kevin to want to go to Australia as well. Maybe he's getting frustrated with obviously this, this concept, this thing of not being able to die or some, it's, it might be just getting too weird to cope with and might want to go as far away as possible. Hmm. So it could be something that he wants to pursue. Did they actually film in Australia? I would think that they did. I thought they did film and I thought the whole season was going to be in Australia, but apparently not. It, it was a little unusual actually for them to just pick up right where they left off. I mean, then skip ahead three years, but to stay in uh, Jardin, Texas, when yeah. the, they very well the second season premiere was entirely from a different perspective. Mm. You know, it was that the new family in that new place, and we didn't even see Kevin and Nora until like the very end. And I kind of thought that they would do that as well, do like a whole reset. But no, it actually kind of picked up right where we left off. So if they if they do film in Australia, um, Hasso, it is your job to go to some filming locations and take some notes. Because Australia, yeah. <laughs> Australia isn't a big country at all, is it? <laughs> no, not at no. all. <laughs> I, I traveled a fair bit when I was there, I will say. I made it everywhere except for Perth. Mm. Yep, I even went to Darwin. I took, the, reminds well, me. I took the bus from Alice Springs to Darwin. It was the longest, most awful ride I've ever been on. Oh. <laughs> mm. It reminds me an HBO show is shooting its pilot here and. I uh, applied to be an extra, and they asked for pictures, which I need to take tonight. What's the pilot? Can you tell us? Um, it's I can't remember the name of it, but it's the new Alan Ball show. Ah. Um, oh, oh, that's the one with um Tim Robbins and Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter, yes. Yeah, I think they're supposed to film part of it in Portland and part in Los Angeles. So. They're going to start filming up here, I think, next week. Something about like a blended family. It didn't sound like very HBO con- high concept. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should tell and, them to hire you because you're a frequent guest on an HBO podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, maybe you'll be covering that show. Oh, we no doubt will. Next year sometime. <laughs> yeah. So uh, any final thoughts about this premiere? I just had a question of the, about the um, – we didn't kind of – well, it might might be nothing. The uh, the wild dog man who's come back from um, Kevin's past and it's got some crazy theory about um, what, what is it DNA? I think the future is going to be these these things are going to they've got dog DNA. They're going to infiltrate Parliament and then you'll have some kind of weird canine male man president taking over. 
<laughs> so it was right. pretty okay. weird. And, yeah, and they, he brought out that peanut butter sandwiches uh, as well for proof. So I think that's probably just he's off the deep end. But yeah, that was know, hilarious. They had a slight twist at the end. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's gonna be something, or is the guy just <laughs> uh, that just seems so out of later. that seems too far fetched for them to okay. be like he was right all along. The the people are actually canines. <laughs> I I don't see that, but if, it was very uh, it was very funny. And then uh, mm-hmm. when he, after he was shot, the dog running up and he's eating that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this show is really yeah, he, bonkers. He got killed off pretty uh, quickly. He got killed off pretty quickly. Yeah, he did. And it was strange to bring him back and dispatch him so quickly. Mm. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the premiere. Uh, I will say I thought it was a little less intense and and weird than I thought it would be. I thought we would go to a different place. I was expecting, I was like, I was all ready to be like, well, we're not going to be seeing Kevin this episode, but it's going to be really interesting. And that didn't happen. We didn't go to Australia yet, except for the very end. Uh, but there were still some shocking things like the drone strike, um, D- Dean showing up and then getting shot. Uh, what else? Just seeing it, who everyone g- coupled with. And then of course the, mm. the very last scene, kind of a, how are we going to get from here to there? So that's a fun mystery that I'm expecting them to solve by the end of this. So yeah, I think well, we've been guaranteed to find out how we. Get, I think Lindell office promised that we'll find out. <laughs> and of course, uh, and of course, inflatable Gary Busey. How great is that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you read who that was supposed to be? But they couldn't get permission. I can't remember. It was a show. Somebody said that it was Anthony Bourdain, but oh yes, yeah. They they had Gary Busey uh, in the pilot. They talked about like, oh, I understand the Pope and whatever, but Gary Busey being yeah. uh, you know departing. So I just figured that was a callback to that. I don't know why they would make Anthony Bourdain it's so much better being Gary Busey. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to know what the source is on that. <laughs> um, so any other thoughts, impressions, Bail. predictions? Great episode. Uh, predictions? <sighs> yeah, I don't think you can. Yeah. It's so hard to predict. I, yeah. I think it's just um, enjoying the ride. I, I enjoyed that episode. It was it was fun. I mean, by the time you're at season three, um, you know the characters. You're, you're familiar with all the, you know, the layers they have, and it's just kind of watching them, how they deal with, I guess, the environment around them, how it's going to unfold. So happy to be on the ride. Yeah, it's such an unusual show how it is fine with rebooting itself and killing off characters and introducing new characters and just like, you'll figure it out. Like, we trust that you'll figure it out. We'll introduce little mysteries. We'll solve them. Maybe we won't solve them. Just enjoy it. It's kooky. It's great. I, I think it's kind of unlike anything else on, on TV right now. I'm very happy that it's back and I'm very sad that it's going to be just one short season and it's over. Oh. I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss Nora, especially. She's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can see her on Fargo. Yeah. Nora's <laughs> cousin, yeah. maybe. Yep, she's on Fargo this season. All right, then. Well, uh, we'll probably record a discussion of the season three series finale when that airs. Until then, um, you can find us at hoopocast.com. You can go on Facebook, search for Hooplecast. You can find our discussion group where we talk about HBO programs and... Deadwood, because that was originally what this podcast was about. We were an exhaustive deconstruction of Deadwood, and now we're just talking about HBO premieres and pilots. So this coming Sunday, which is April 23rd, 2017, we will be discussing The Sopranos and The Corner, and then after that, we'll talk about the premieres of Six Feet Under and Band of Brothers, all the HBO dramas, 
series and mini-series. That's what the second phase of the podcast is about. And there's some other fun bonus things coming up, too. But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's Hooplecast. Thank you, Will and Hasso. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. I'm going to take us out with a fuck Bye. you. <laughs> fuck you. All right. That's it. Cheers, guys. <laughs>